Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 458 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your host, Christian Piles, joined today and always by the coffee-drinking Ben Askren. We'll see. What cup is that for you? I have a fun cup. I got this for Christmas. This is my daughter's on here. That's not what uh, I mean, though. How many have you had? Oh, uh, this is number two. That's Andy with the funny face on right there. That's Alex. And then this is like, I always cracked up. They made this, it's my daughter's face on a turkey. I mean, come on, <laughs> tell me that's not hilarious. That's I hilarious. That's cute. <laughs> uh, ben had his kids uh, ding-dong ditch my, my hotel room when we, were at, uh, when we were at Iowa, Penn State. Hey, you know what? I, I, fought, I, I You made me think of a really funny story, Christian, okay. uh, with the ding-dong ditching and, and being in Iowa. And you guys were kind of asking about Iowa last year or last week or something. Uh, National Duel is my senior year. Iowa was in the same hotel. And I was remember when they did it like 16 teams in one venue or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I totally got them so good. I don't know whose room it was, right? Because you see the Hawkeyes going to one block. I, I filled up a hotel trash can with water. And then you lean it on their door. And then I knocked on their door and I ran away. <laughs> and then they opened it. And the trash can and water went in their room. I got them so good. You did that to <laughs> Iowa? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I have no idea. I have no idea whose room it was, but I I got somebody in 2007. Oh my gosh! <laughs> was uh? Did you hang around to like see it happen? Like were you like peeking around no, the corner? No, no, I, t- I took I took off. Um, you know the all time <laughs> best the all time best prank. And I, I don't mean to be raising bad children here, but if you fill uh, like a real size trash can with water, and then it's like when we're in college, you know. And you, you you have them back in a truck. You go to your buddy's house. You do that same thing. And you call, and, and as they open the door, you yell tsunami. <laughs> it's like twenty gallons of water goes into their house. <laughs> so Ben, are you a prankster? Uh, Is this your thing? Oh, I used uh, I used to be. Now I'm old and I can't like do them anymore. Yeah, I used to have so much fun. You know the other num- the other number one one we did all this all the time in high school. Christian, are you ready? Last yeah. one, and then we'll talk about wrestling. Um. We would we would get a purse, and then we would go scoop my dog's poop into the purse, 
right? And then we would like sit in the woods and we would put it out on the road and we would we would film people picking up the purse and stay, they'd stick their hand in it and they'd get dog poop on their hand. <laughs> and then they'd throw it out the window and they would start cussing. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's pretty good. You guys should you guys should like do it in the office today. <laughs> I, I mean, it wouldn't be hard to find come up with some dog poop. That's true. There's the the, uh, the office is eighty percent dogs. All right, that is actually I, hilarious. What, you know the other one you could get Nomad on, and if you guys got him and you filmed it, it would it would go viral. It, and this was classic, and I, I did this so many times because it doesn't hurt anyone's feelings. And it's really funny. Um, the old fishing line with uh, a five dollar bill at the end of it. You know, and you you pull it in, and you watch Bill try to chase it. Classic. We can get Nomad on that. We can see, get him. Speaking oh, yeah. of Nomad, yeah, we need to talk about this, Ben. <laughs> Barry Davis oh, was here what? yesterday. That guy, the Barry he, Davis, from the Iowa? Barry Davis, yeah, from Iowa, from Wisconsin. Um, That's no man, no man's same weight class. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe. Um, ben, Barry roasted Nomad for about an hour straight in front of the what? entire team. It was hilarious. It was it was so Are funny. Frank is throwing stuff. It was so he he actually demoted him to flow track. At the, at the end of it, he fired him. He's like, "You're, you're on flow track now." He like was busted him with like trivia and facts. He kicked him out of the Big Ten because he's wearing Northwestern stuff. He's like, "You got you got to take that off. You got to switch it up." It was it was hilarious. He was just questioning wow. him on like international wrestling, like trivia, and then like the best college teams of all time. And Nomad would like get it wrong. And then he would tell him to take off his Northwestern stuff and tell him to take a lap. And so it, it kind of all started with B- Barry was like, so it's just, I'm it's so just like, by this. This is hilarious. so it, it started when, you know, we all sit together there at, at HQ and he's like, so y'all just, y'all just sit around y'all are talking all day. What's it? You guys get loud or whatever. And I was like, I like, actually, you just missed a good one. And I was like, okay. someone, I won't say who. Said that if Jaden Cox makes the team and beats Sajalayev, he's the greatest American wrestler of all time. And that's we, a good argument. No, it's not. It's not a good argument. So <laughs> Barry's like, yeah, he, yeah, it is. He would not be the greatest of all time. He'd be a three timer. Anyways, I mean, basically, he would have the same credentials as Kyle at that point. But we, we don't have to get into that. Anyways, it's, keep, it's keep going. Take. Keep going. And he's like, Barry's like, why would he say that? Who who was that? Why why does why does he think that? Why would he say that? So that got him kind of like on Nomad scent, and then he just like would not let it go. It was <laughs> it was hilarious. We gotta get. I think Bader was filming somewhat. We gotta get Bader to put it up. So was he in for a car wash that yeah. you guys been doing, or is that what he was in for? Yep, he was. Okay, uh, he was did some technique. He was doing some uh, story stuff with Mike. Uh, so. Stay tuned for that. We got, also went to Gables. We have some Gable stuff soon. Heard. More astronauts. So, yeah, a lot of stuff going on. So, so did, did did they tell the famous story where Gable uh, went and, and found uh, Barry at a gas station? Did, did we get that from both sides? Because that, that would be really funny from both sides. And, like, you could, like, animate it or something. That would be good. Barry was actually mentioning – so we were talking about that story. And then he – he said Gable found like three other people when they like went off the grid. He found <laughs> one kid in Oklahoma. He he like what? Yes. He went to Oklahoma. Oklahoma and Gable found him. He knows how to find all these people. <laughs> I think it was one of the. Oh, I think he said it was one of the Bannocks. Ended up in Oklahoma and then he f- find the amazing. It sounds like Gable needs wow. to work for like the FBI. I know. Or something. I said he should have been a detective <laughs> yeah. if he wasn't like you know the greatest wrestling coach of all time. 
So that was it was it was fun having uh, Coach Davison. He's he was a lot of fun to be around that little bit of time. Uh, yeah, wow, that's, he, that's a funny story. But it's taken us, you know, seven minutes to get to the actual thing, which is Jaden Cox is going 97 kilograms. He made the announcement. He kind of slow played it a little bit. He made, put out all this like why how he's small. He's a small 92. He could go 86. And then boom, he's going 97. Ben, I think you already knew this. You kept secrets from your friends, but you kept a secret for a friend, so I guess that's okay. Yes, it was, but, I had to. It was, but it was now, a pretty important deal. Yes, quite. Actually, but you know what? At the same time, what does it change? For, for anyone uh, listen, in the world, it was, was Kyle Snyder now going to train was, hard? It was important to him, right? It yes. was important to him. So, um you know, I, I also said I don't really see what the issue is. You say it, but then I and then I really started appreciating the gimmick of him not telling anyone. And I actually was all the way in where he wasn't going to tell anyone all the way until he got on the scale um, at uh, at the trials. And so, you know, I was thrown off by his size also because I figured, you know, he used to be really big, like two hundred thirty pounds. And so I figured, hey, if you're going up. Why aren't you getting bigger? And he's just like, well, I don't like to eat like that anymore. I'm re- eat really healthy, um, that kind of stuff. And I don't, I don't need to be able to be bigger. I don't feel good up there. Was kind of what he was telling me. Oh, okay, yeah. I was wondering because he does still look lean and like. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. Shouldn't he get a little because bigger you, though? You would think. Well, because you think of the way he sweats. This guy's you know known for being able to sweat 14 pounds in an hour. So if the weight class is 213. I mean, you could easily walk around at 222, 225 and, and make the weight without too much of an issue. So, you know, I believe, and I don't know, I don't know if he said this, but if he, I think he's walking around at like 210. So he's walking around underweight. Okay. Well, I like that. I yeah. mean, if he's 210, that's pretty good. But I remember him making night 197 was a real challenge for him at Missouri for di- different points of his career. So you yeah, but he out. was, but he he always talked about how bad he was at his diet. I mean, he told this story at camp, um, put it on one of my vlogs, where what he would do for breakfast is he would go to the ice cream stand and he would get the crumpled up Oreos and he would put them in a dish and then he would fill it with chocolate milk and that was his breakfast. I know, oh disgusting, right? Gosh, that's <laughs> I think he, I, that sounds like something Kyle would do. Oh, 100%. Kyle Bracky is just yeah. has the worst sweet tooth. Uh-huh. Everything tooth. I already had for some breakfast this morning. He had thin mints this for morning. For breakfast. Bracky. Yeah, yeah you had- I'm, I'm a big believer. We shouldn't put, uh-huh. uh, like, I can only eat this for breakfast, and I have to wait until dinner to eat this, and I have to wait until lunchtime to eat this. I'm, it's food. I'm going to eat it whenever the hell I want. That is his <laughs> mentality. I actually really respect it. And not, this dude will come in seven thirty in the morning. He'll crack open a cold one, a cold Coke. Excuse me, I don't want to say cold one. <laughs> so how does how does he stay so lean? It's gonna it, listen. The ball. The other, he's, he's young. He's very young still. Bracky Bracky is wise, but he, what, how old are you? Twenty seven. Yeah, he couldn't rent a car for us for a long time. So that's true. I think. Uh, you know, by, by the time he hits thirty, things things can change a little bit. You gotta start taking matters in your own hands a little. You gotta actually try then. Yeah, you might have to try, okay. but why try when you don't have to try? Yeah. So okay, let's just play, let's play hypothetical on Nomad's question. Say Jaden beats beats uh, both Snyder and Sedgulayev on the way to an Olympic title at one eighty seven. 
What number would you put him on the all-time Olympic list? Or on the all-time all-time American list? Well, I think he's squarely behind behind John and Bruce and Jordan. Um, and I think if he goes through Kyle and beats Kyle and gets his third, I think you could say he passes Kyle. Um, so he's up there, but just there, there's something to be said for longevity, and there's something to be said for quality of competition, which he will have had in spades if he right. does this, right? But he ha- hasn't done it yeah. yet. And also, okay. you know, the, the previous two years – at 92, he, the competition has not been as rigorous as it would have been. That's fair. So that, that's, they can't even take him down, though. No, but they, you know, <laughs> th- the same's true for for Kyle Dick. I mean, if Kyle Dick goes through Burroughs and beats Sitikov, I mean, is he like a goat then too? Because he's won two and no. I mean, yeah, Bur- Bur- uh, if Burroughs wins this one, I, mean, Burroughs. I think are you. Is that what you said? What you well, say? I said Dake. I mean, oh, you I said mean, Dake. I'm sorry. Oh, Dake. That's a good question. But too. think about it. What's the difference between Dake and Cox at this point? They won the not last much. two. Not much. You're, They're going right. to take not out a, a legend, and then the only difference would be Dake. Who Dake would beat on a way to an Olympic title is not going to be as impressive as who. Well, Jaden did keep Dake I mean, off a team, and then went and won a medal. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, well, I made this argument, Tommy and I, all the way back in my original podcast with Tommy Rowland. We did a top all-time Americans thing, and I put Dake on my list. And literally my argument at that point was if they had a weight class for him, he would be a world champion. And so, you know, when you rate people back in the day, you're rating them on the 10 weight classes. If you take 136 out, is John Smith the six-timer? If it goes 125, 143, he might be, but he also might not be, right? So when we go to the six-way class system, which we were at for a while, or seven, it is significantly more difficult to make world teams and win world medals than on a 10-way class system. And there's just no, no argument about that. So, you know, my, if, if Dake had 79 for a few more years, I mean, how many world titles would he have right now? If Jaden had 92, how many world titles would he have right now? I mean, he, he might be at four very easily. No, that's very true. And it's been kind of – Worn out as the last couple of years that they've been pretty dominant at the non-Olympic mm-hmm. weight classes. So let's talk about the decision because this was something I really thought. I, I mean, this was like I was adamant that I wanted Jaden to go 97. I just thought it was the best thing. It just seemed like it would make the most sense for him. It would make the most sense for even America. I think if he beats out Kyle, I think it's it's our best team is going David and Jaden or David and Kyle. I think is better for us than having those two fight it out at 86. And you just want David Taylor on the team. Essentially, you're saying you would pick right now, and and I I don't disagree, um, I'm in the middle. You would pick David over Kyle. David at at 86 over Kyle at 97 because Kyle's taken some losses lately. He's taken some losses, and David, I mean, the last time we watched him – at Worlds, I mean, think how good that guy was and he, what he did to Yazdan and Chirati. And look, who else is going to challenge him? He kills basically everyone at 86, yeah. except for Yazdan and Chirati. And the Russian gave him a really tough match. But even that guy, you got, he kind of broke him a little bit. And uh, not the match. Are you kind of nervous? Got, like, he got concussed in that too. one. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys nervous at all that we don't know what kind of David Taylor we're going to see when he comes back? I mean, not everyone comes back. They, Exact same from an ACL surgery. Of course, I'm concerned because David Taylor's never really had an injury, right? Mm-hmm. But the other thing I know about David Taylor is no one the, – the 
the guy is just so meticulous and, and obsessed with this. I'm sure he will have rehabbed the right way and is strong and going to be ready to go and, and be really good. I would like to see him on the mat again soon, obviously. But I don't, I don't he's, feel he's like – He's not wrestling, correct? He's not wrestling before trials? Not, not Sarah Pilato. Uh No, he's going to Pan Am's, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. I don't know if oh, that's yeah, been yeah. officially announced. No, I'm pretty sure David posted that on his – on his Twitter. Yes. So he'll he'll wrestle there. He'll have some uh, pretty tough competition. He'll be able to qualify the weight, hopefully, for the United States because um, we're not qualified at 86 as of yet. But, yeah, I, I mean, I just think what you've seen David do against the field, and we didn't see, even though Jaden is likely better than David, we didn't see him go through the, the field at 86 and win, win that weight class in his two yeah. attempts there. And we watched David do it. So I just like the idea of having them both on the team. Sure. Um, I actually just <laughs> I Googled some old pictures of Jaden Cox. He does look so much chunkier. Um, and when I'm looking at some of these old, old Mizzou photos, then he does. I mean, right now, like at the 92 kg Jaden Cox, oh, my God, he's shredded, right? And this old Jaden Cox, you know, he's athletic looking, obviously, but he, you can tell he's got some extra weight on him. A little extra pudding on there. So, so obvious, uh, you know, you, you were, you were a high level competitor and and your mind was a little different. So I don't know if this is a great question for you, but like when you're Kyle or you're David Taylor and you hear this news, do you react to it? I think so. You have have to, to. right? If you're Kyle Snyder, you have to say darn. Cause basically Kyle Snyder since 2017 on has cakewalked through to the team. He hasn't been challenged domestically at all. No one's given him a competitive match since Jake Varner at the, at the Olympic trials at 97 kilograms. So do, do you think he literally says crap, darn? Well, or- I, I mean, the other thing I, the other thing I think about is these guys trade together quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And so I got to imagine they, they both have a good idea of what it looks like. And it's like, okay, uh, does Jaden know that, and that's why he's moving up, or is it Jaden could? I mean, Jaden making eighty six on the day of that kind of scared me a little bit, right? Because when he made it before, it was the day before. Twice. So what you know, yeah, and, and he's got to make it twice, right? On top of that, so mm-hmm. you know that that obviously has to factor into it, I think. Um, but it's like, did he know how the goes go? I mean, the, those guys have went together a lot of times. They've been pretty regular training partners over the past couple of years. Do do they know? Yes, they know. I mean, they they have trained together, and it it was discussed when when earlier that hey, Cox wins the simulation matches when they happen. Uh, as of the last few years, it's been Edge yeah. Jaden when they've gone against each other. So that's known. Now you know when competition happens, people are different. I watched um, Logan Massa destroy Jake Herbert in practice matches. Right, like. Yeah, now, Jake was, was apparently Jake is apparently <laughs> notoriously terrible in practice, but at that point in time, I think Logan was in high school or like he definitely. I don't uh, think he was in college. He was re- either redshirt, yeah, maybe redshirt or after his high school senior year. I think. Yeah. So. so either way, he not only was he a high schooler, not only was he less credentialed than he was probably twenty pounds smaller than mm-hmm. <laughs> Herbert. So it made no yeah. sense whatsoever. <clears throat> but I, I think I still think there is something to that. I think they're wrestling. I think you have to figure they're both trying to win and wh- whether they're showing yeah. all their stuff, I don't know, but 
it, it sounds like Jaden has had the edge when they've competed against each other, and that yeah. wouldn't and that doesn't wouldn't... that doesn't surprise me either. And, but it has been I don't know I don't want to say well established, but um, I mean I feel like prior to this that Jaden's always kind of made maybe made, hadn't said it, but made it feel like he was going to go on eighty six. Yes. Right. So if you're Kyle, you trained with them. You didn't really worry about wrestling him because you have this feeling he's going on eighty six, and so you know that. And that's one of the reasons I also that that also made me think. I know the guys were kind of buddies. They trained together a lot, so that's a very good reason for him to you know want to go down. Is there some type of relationship there? Whereas we know obviously, um, I don't I don't want to say hates people, but he does. He has fairly strong feelings on David Taylor. Yeah, now nah, that's uh, pretty well documented. I I think it's it's really I don't, I'm wondering what changed with Jaden in terms of like because all the signals of where he was thinking about going up until like late summer early fall where he's going down he's going down he's going down all these people hitting me up he's already it's already known he's going down it's happening KJ says he's going down but. Yep. Something something along the lines there changed, or it could have just been like false signals getting put out there by uh, him. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what he told me. He, to, he told me um, that he wants to leave a stamp on his legacy, and he thinks this does it. You know, he thinks at 86, he, you know, it doesn't prove as much as he does 80 at 97. 97, there's Snyder and Sedgelayev, two, two guys who are legitimately all time greats already. You know, Kyle's yeah. got five world medals, a couple world titles. Said July has a whole bunch. Also, he thinks it does more for his legacy um, going up than it goes going down. And think about this too: Olympic champion Sharifov is is at the is in the bracket at ninety seven. That's who beat Kyle last year at Worlds. Yeah. So there's another Olympic champion he would have to go through. And then we've got this Mohammedian who looks out of this world. Who pinned. well, we don't know if he's gonna make. We don't know if he's gonna pass the drug test, Christian. Well, I feel pretty confident he's going to be all right. Uh, I'd be really. Are you stuck. what? Yeah, dude. They, they, need to, they need to get some good. Te- I'm in a Denajad. Won't let the good testers in there to go test this man. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I truly think he'll. We'll see him at. Okay. At Tokyo, it'd be surprised. It's pretty rare for guys to get popped. Frankly, uh, I some know- some of those some of those Iranians just disappear. Like yeah. you don't know where they went. They probably failed tests or something. Yeah. Well, I think he'll be back. And okay. uh, he'll he will be a challenge for because he's he's super athletic. He's really good and impressed me. So if you're yeah, David was... Taylor, are you doing backflips right now? Well, he's got hurt knees, so I hope he's not doing any backflips. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I, I would have to think if you're David Taylor, that takes a lot of stress off your plate because now it's looking like uh, who can who can really go with him at 86? Can, has he made that jump? Because he hasn't been competitive with David in the past. Does Bo Nickel come down? Because now Bo Nickel saying, "Well, I got to beat David, I got to beat Jane Cox, and I have to beat Kyle Snyder. Maybe I just go down and wrestle 86." Um, you know, who can actually challenge David 86? Uh, the answer might be nobody. Yeah, how does he not? I don't know how Bo Nickel doesn't go down. I don't understand the 97 thing. Even if you have, even if you have MMA aspirations at heavyweight, <clears throat> what you currently <laughs> weigh can you just just wrestle the weight that works best for you for these couple yeah. months and then okay after april if you don't make the team you have all your life to get bigger 
It's like maybe for it, three, four months, just don't get enormous. And if you're if you're literally pushing back your MMA stuff to train for the Olympics, then train for the freaking Olympics and wrestle the ideal weight class. Yeah. If you're not going to wrestle the ideal weight class, just go train MMA and then show up and, and do whatever. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Do you think? Do you think? Sajalayev even knows this is happening. Is this even on his radar? And if he heard it, what would he even say? Oh, this is uh, this no problem. I guess I watched this. didn't cut wrestle. He's very good, but he have no offense. Like, he cannot get him a lace. He cannot stop my, my good wrench. It's no problem. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was good. And that was uh, catching up with Abdul Rashid Sajalayev. And that I think you actually raised the 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 top point. Would Jaden be able to get to Sajalayev's legs? It's tough. Not a lot of people get to Sajalayev's legs. And Jaden is so pick pick his spot oriented. You know, he's not going to take ten shots like like David will or even Kyle. He like when he when it's there, he attacks right. And it might yeah. not be there. I I think I wonder if Jaden's path to a a win there is some sort of crazy exchange off of Sajalayev's shot. Yeah, I mean that that or you know I I would say obviously I think everyone would envision Sedulaya versus Jaden being a, a low scoring defensive uh, contest. So yes. I think it's going to be a one takedown match or a, maybe maybe at most a two takedown match. Yes. Okay. Have we ever seen Have we ever seen Jaden get turned? I'm trying to remember. Well, I, he got I, thrown I, in 2017. No, but like gut wrenched or leg lace. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, so that would be interesting if that happens. Yeah, and, and Sagal Live's gut is is really it's freaky good. So huge news. Um, do you have any other thoughts about it? Um, I, I guess who's going to be at Sarah Pilato at ninety seven kg? Is there going to be anyone that can test him? Because that'll be interesting to see if there is someone. Well, Salas has been hovering around there. I think his eighty six days are done. Maybe we see him. We've seen them wrestle. They had a crazy match in the Olympics with a, yeah. you know, a pretty controversial call that that won it for Jaden. So yeah, and that's a, that's a tougher match for Jaden than it is for Kyle because Kyle uh, almost across the board gasses Perez out. I mean, yes. pretty much every single time. And Jaden's not going to wrestle that same pace. And from a technical perspective and from a slickness perspective, Salas Perez is really, really technical and slick. So. I, I feel like that would be a fun match to watch, obviously, as it was the last time. Yeah. Salas is kind of timeless, too, huh? So some of those Cubans, you see effing Yol Romero, Christian? Yol Romero's like 44 years old. He looks like he's 21 still. Amazing. That special, I, don't, I don't know. Special genes. Seriously. Amazing. Okay. It, it really is. So that was that exciting stuff. Had me thinking about the Olympics all day. We do about- you guys have do you guys have a rep going to uh, the Sarah Pilato to cover it? Because if you said Nomad, that could be a you know a fantastic piece in and of itself. It w- we need to go to Cuba <laughs> one of these years, um, but no, we won't have anyone there. Oh, it stinks! It does stink. Okay, do we want to talk about Penn State, Ohio State a little bit? Uh yeah, yeah. I'm pumped. 
Obviously. Duh. Now, are we going to see <laughs> Dil- Dylan Koontz down oh, at 125? That's Hang on real quick. Okay. Speaking of Ohio State, Penn State, that's another angle of this Jaden going 97 oh, yeah. thing that we oh, haven't yeah. talked about. So it was kind of discussed that, like, I, it's just total rumor mill. Let's take it what it is. But that the Ohio RTC wanted Jaden at, at 97 as well. They wanted him at that weight class. I didn't, well, Okay, I haven't heard that rumor but I mean, one of the things I asked him when when uh, is like it was so close in proximity to when Kyle left to when he got there. It's like I felt he. This is Jane. Jane said they had never talked prior to Kyle leaving. That I'll have to see in Jane, and then as soon as Kyle left, money freed up, and they went and talked to Jaden right away. Right, but um, I, he might be pulling some deception on me. I'm not really sure. It just it just still feels too close to me. Like one happening and then the other happening. And so it's like, I asked, do they care what weight you are? And he said, they didn't even ask that. He said, they don't care. And he said, he, said, he told me, he told me he wasn't going to tell them. And I said, man, aren't they going to see you on the scale or ask you? And he said, it don't matter. I'm not getting on the scale. I'm not going to tell them. Oh, my gosh. All right, so maybe that's what happened. I don't um, know if I believe it. Do you believe that, Christian? No. They never talked about what weight class he's going. They got Miles Martin there trying to make a team at 86. I don't know. You'd think it would come up. You would like, think, would you? Like, yeah, you would think. I'm sure. I'm sure it probably did. He said no. He swore. He swore by it that, it, that he wasn't going to tell him. Okay. I mean, I believe Jaden Cox, but at the same time, I kind of feel like they probably knew. Um, Miles' dad was in the chat earlier and said he knew for two months. Greg Greg Mack, the Mac yeah. man knows. Yeah. The Mac man. The Mac man knows for yeah, real. He, he knew for two months. He said he knew for two months. He knew for two oh. months. Okay. So there you go. So exciting stuff. And, yeah, how does the is – is it a revenge angle here for for Ohio State? They're going to – Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go there. Why? I don't want to go there. Why? Because, oh, man, that is some hard feelings right there. You know what? Kyle went to Penn State, which is the enemy, enemy of Ohio State, and – Man, we're just getting some really hard feelings, and I, I don't want to think for these people. I don't want to talk about what their motives, because if I'm wrong, then I look like an a-hole. Okay. Well, then we won't either. Do no, no, I want you to. I want you to. You want us to look like a-holes? Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's when. Well, I asked Tom Ryan about this before they even had Jaden Cox, because we were there soon after Kyle left, and he's like, "We're." Yes, we'll reach out to them, but not for the reasons that you think, basically. They have this money. I mean, it makes sense. Why would you not? If you could get the best, debatably, the best wrestler in yep. in the country on your team, yep. around your guys, you do that thing, right? So, and the fact yep. that he happens to be going 97, that's well, that's where the vacancy was, was left. So, it makes sense to me. I don't understand why we don't see more of the free agency stuff. You know, there's there's money in these RTCs to pay these athletes. You know, why is no one go after? I don't know any number of these athletes, right? Like, yeah, the Penn State guys all just stay there. The, does anyone go after the Hawkeyes when they graduate? Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think there is something where there's um, uh, a high degree of loyalty with a lot of these guys, right? They they definitely tend to stay wherever they graduate, and then you know, I think a lot of the a lot of the college coaches and even the athletes themselves see a little bit of their job as coaching 
right? Maybe not some of these yeah. the best of the best guys, but a lot of them see their job as helping out the team as well as um, training for their own international careers. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, so big opportunity for for Jaden and Kyle, and excited to see how how it plays out. Can't wait for the Olympic trials ninety seven. This is going to be a uh, a real blast, and Kyle Snyder will have some competition. Can't wait for it. Okay, back to the other Penn State Ohio State thing. They're going to wrestle this week. Oh, and, baby. and will Kyle Snyder be there? And who's he going to cheer for? Oh my gosh! Oh uh, well, you guys asked the question, so I had to ask the question. I, think I guess fair. He'll, I he'll probably be there. You right? would think. You would think. Yeah. I, I don't know. He he should wear. He should wear like an Iowa shirt or something. Just stay, stay with both their enemies. Um, so at twenty five, is Dylan Coons now their twenty five pounder? He Are might we, be. They're really? Letting, they used to just make him and his and the brother just train Greco in the yeah. corner, but now they're going to be able to wrestle full style <laughs> matches. Well, uh, which one did pretty well at uh, at CKLV? I think it was Dylan. Who would know? It was Dylan. It was Dylan. The other one's okay. in an Olympic red shirt. Brady. Yeah, he's yes. in an Olympic red shirt. So, so I, I mean, you, you got to think. Obviously, this is a this is one of the weakest spots for Penn State. You got to think this is a match you can win. So Heinzelman is out and Kuntz is in. Is that what we're saying? They're both listed. So okay. Who knows? Keeping them on their toes. I'd wrestle Kuntz. I think. I mean, he had good results at, at CKLV, and he was up at thirty-three. And the biggest issue with Malik, it seems, is size. He's so small. Yeah. Is he small? Yeah. I feel like Malik was better last year, though. He. I do not. That's what I feel shrunk. like too. There's. A, I think there's a. Just, uh, I mean, there's got to be some discouragement factor in there, right? You can yeah. Only, you can only get your ass kicked so many times before you say, uh, "I hate my life. I'm not very good at this wrestling thing." I will tell you, listen, I will tell you, being in a lot of college rooms, one of the biggest problems with 125 pounders, you ready for this, guys? I'm ready. Is at, at the late January or February, when all the other 125 pounders who are not starters get to stop making weight and they get to be like 140, 145 pounds, that starter, 125 pounds, if they're, unless they're like a top, top guy, they can't beat nobody. Mm. They're getting their butt kicked by everybody. And they start they start hating their life. Dang! So maybe I've all, seen the, happen a bunch all of the other twenty fives are just beating up on Malik. To to yeah. To you guys' point, he, he was twenty four and eleven last year, and he's fourteen thirteen this year. So Eey. we talked yeah. about size, but some something else going on. Yeah, yeah. could be coming. But they they need there is kind of a path for Ohio State to win this duel for sure. Bracky and I are going to do yeah, a whiteboard yeah, war. Absolutely. On it. And it starts with one hundred twenty five. They can't lose that one. They need that one. Neither are setting the world on fire at 125. Brandon Meredith for Penn State, but I, I would I would probably favor Coons in this matchup if they send him out there. Now, didn't Heinzelman beat Meredith last year? Am I making that up? I'm pretty sure you're making that I up. I made that up just now, right off the top of my head. Yeah, you made that up. Cool. All right. Hey guys, guys, is this in is this in State College or Columbus? Yeah, State College. They're doing this one State at uh, BJC. Oh, nice. Okay. Then 33, I feel like... Wait, so who, who do we pick? Are, are we doing picks now or are we just talking about it? Oh, maybe we're just talking about it. We can make picks, though, okay. along the way. I All think right. I think Ohio State wins that one. Then you look at RBY versus Decatur. These two hit at Akron some years ago, um, I believe. With, and I, with I the, think, Decatur winning, right? Man, did they really? 
That doesn't even sound I right. I thought but, so. But you might be right. You might be right. Well, Decatur made, made the team that, what, two years? Didn't he make two UWWK teams? Yeah. Um, he at least made one. I remember the one that was in Greece. However, yeah, three years ago, they they competed against each other. Um yeah, I'll look it up. Yeah, I remember the I remember the one final he smashed Carson Manville twice. Remember that? Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. That was a yeah, Carson. Um so I think Roman's a huge favorite, regardless of what happened then. I think yep. Roman's a big favorite in that match, right? Yes. Agreed. Just Agreed. based on how both of them have been doing. No, RBY won. Uh, okay. So I I think based on style though, I don't think Decatur's gonna get blown out of the water. You know, RB it, skill for skill, Decatur um, on his feet can go with most of these guys. It's just, uh, you know, lots of times he struggles on bottom and, and he gasses out. And um, I don't think he's got much of a chance of beating Roman Bravo Young, but I think he could probably keep it to a decision. I agree. All right, here's the big one. I really don't – I don't want to do the whole duel, I, I don't think, but I do want to talk about this Oh, match. yeah. Nick Lee, Luke Pletcher is happening. We're so lucky that we could see this match potentially three times this year. All right, now, yeah. sometimes you get these two – two juggernauts and they hit and you're like you're so excited for it but then they don't really do anything and and no points are scored and you're like oh that was kind of disappointing i don't see any way that happens this match right i don't see any way it's some like super controlled positional hand fight thing because i i don't think and i think that's because of how nick lee's probably gonna approach it he's gonna attack and that's gonna get pletcher attacking and then it's just gonna be a, a lot of good scrambles and high level wrestling is that how you see it going yeah, I, I I see it the same way. I mean, when I, both these guys have just been so good this year, and I don't want to say they have the same skill set, but they do. You know, like I said, they do a lot of things. They both do them really, really well. They both hand fight really well. They both attack really well. They both have really good reattacks. And so, yeah, when when I think about how this match is going to go, it is such a hard one to pick right now. Yeah, this we should we, let's do this. What are the matches in Division One wrestling we want to see the most? What are the, like the most interesting, exciting oh. bouts we get? Because I think this one for me is got to be one of them. It's it's it might be number one because I'm I'm just genuinely so curious how it's going to. Go. Can we can we do cross weight class promotions? Because that would then then that would change my answer. Uh yes, we can. We can. Yeah, why not? Oh, how about this? Seth Gross, Spencer Lee. I think oh. I think Spencer beats him. But how much fun would that be? Oh, we be, might get to see him freestyle. We might get to see him freestyle, but they're both such good folk stylers. It would be way more fun in folk style. Maybe I don't know. I may. I think they'd both be pretty fun because Spencer so uh, he attacks so much, and Seth freestyle defense with his little belly wizard and dump stuff. Like it's just like it, the conflict is there, right? I think that's crazy. Yeah. I think that's a crazy one. I would love to see that. I, I this version of Seth Gross, I would favor Spencer. The twenty uh what was this? 18, eighteen Seth Gross? No, I don't that guy was um not untouchable, yeah. but he was so freaking good that year. But what about so what about when you and you okay, so you think about how smart Seth Gross is, right? And we talk about all the changes and different stuff he's done within, you know, within matches or between matches, one match to the next. And then you watch, you know, a Spencer Lee versus say Jack Medley, right? Which is the first match Spencer had like that this year. And, you know, we didn't really discuss that at depth yesterday, but 
Spencer Lee gets a takedown with a minute and 20 seconds left. He needs, he, he, he needs one takedown to get the major for his team, and Jack Medley shuts him down for a minute and 20 seconds. It's like, would that have, you know, would he be able to hold Seth Gross off if Seth Gross needed a takedown in the last minute and 20? I don't know. Maybe not. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's easy to to not to favor gross if you use Jack Medley match as a as the template, right? But that has been the yeah. out, that's been the outlier performance for Spencer. Not Absolutely, the, not the rule. So for that reason, well, with Spencer, no, no, it goes back. No, Nomad was right when these Iowa fans discount Nomad's uh, perspective. It really it really annoys the crap out of me because. Spencer Lee, and I've said he's the best three-minute wrestler the NCA has ever seen. Literally better at racking up points in his first three minutes. Anyway, when he gets past three minutes, if someone can actually go past three minutes with him, he, he doesn't do as good in minute four, five, six, or seven. It's really that simple. And so it's like, can he blow Seth Gross away in the first three minutes? I don't really may, – maybe. Like, Seth Gross is kind of lanky. Could he maybe get a tilt on him? That's uh, a possibility for sure. Is he going to? Is he guaranteed to do that? I don't know. Yeah, I yeah, I don't. I obviously don't know either. Um, no, that was a, it. Was a weird. It was kind of a, a weird result. And we were talking. Nomad updated his Hodge rankings. I think. Yep. And this Uh-oh. was kind, kind of my, my point frequently when uh, it's like, well, Spencer hasn't faced near as many elite guys as as Zahid, in my opinion. And for that Did reason, you guys see Zahid, Zahid had a tough match last weekend? Against Virginia's own Dylan Wisman. Yes, I did see that. Um, so that so they both yeah. had decisions. And so Nomad still has Zahid as his number one choice. Did did your choice change, Ben, after the weekend? My choice was Spencer Pryor, and I think it probably stays that. And I think I think it's just those I just think, you know, I know we have a list of eleven guys here. I guess unless Mason Paris somehow like started decking everyone and beat Gable, maybe he would be under consideration. But other than that, I, I can't really foresee any of these other guys really being under serious consideration. Dude, I think I think Mason Paris should be higher in these rankings. I kind of feel like that too. Twenty two win no Matt. You're just ignoring the criteria. Twenty two wins, eight pins, five majors, and a tech. And his schedule has yeah. been Robust, tough, right? He has he hasn't been. He won Vegas. Um, he's beaten Stencil a number yeah. of times. Yeah, I think. And, he and when, be when pinning when pinning is that high of a criteria on the Hodge rankings, and he's he's literally the number one pin guy in, yes. on this list. Um, and you know, bonus bonus percentage wise, he's he's way above Kemmerer. Um, above you know, I, I feel like. Got I, I think Nick Colin Moore might have more, but he's all he's all techs and majors, no no pins. Um, same thing with Nick Lee, a lot more techs and majors. Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like you could move Mason Paris up to number four here, and there wouldn't be much argument. How is Kimmer ahead of Mason Paris? That's all right. Nomad, edit that out. <laughs> edit that out. Someone go get him. Go go get him. Yeah, who knows where he is? Barry Davis. Barry Davis relegated him to. to yeah, we fired track. him. So this, yeah. <laughs> he did write this before he was fired. So yeah, this is his last work. <laughs> him and Barry Davis are, are practicing switches right now for oh uh, for this. Float, float Someone asked on Facebook if he could hit a switch on Barry Davis. It seems unlikely. I don't think there's yeah, any way. No way. 
It seems unlikely. I he, heard when he Barry was really Barry strong, was. So. Yeah, I heard he would whoop like 157 pounders on a regular basis. Like he wouldn't wrestle very often, but every once in a while he'd come in and just start whooping people. <laughs> really? That is that's, awesome. That's what I heard. I, yeah, I never saw it. These old guys can still do it like one good time, I think. Just oh yeah, smack that's, them up. Do you ever mm-hmm. see what? 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 Are, give us some examples of coaches that just like come out, get a good warm up oh. in, and, and wreak havoc, and then call I it guess- a month. I've I've only heard the stories, but there was this one um, at that point. So a guy named Jack Ryanwand, he won an NCAA title, I think, in 1975 or something like that for Wisconsin, and he was a coach. And he was, I mean, he was like a one one eighteen pounder, right? So really t- tiny person. Um, and so let's see, two mid two thousands, he's probably he's probably in his fifties, and he would just come up and smash all these high school kids at Fargo camp. Um, you know, he like he would go up to you know one fifty, one sixty, no problem. Just whoop them, and and uh, they just no one saw it coming. Who do we think is the? So you can't say like a coach, like the coaches that can still go and, and smash guys. You can't yeah. say like Kale, right? But who are who are the leading candidates for like a truly like forties, fifties year old guy that still comes in and? Well, Kale's got to be forty now. We gotta go older than that. He still doesn't count. He does not count. What about Terry Brands? How old is Terry Brands? Does he count? Terry counts. Yeah, Terry counts. And I'm sure he whooped somebody. Oh my gosh, yes. Well, my first um, experience seeing that was in a Flow Wrestling video when he's wrestling McDonough. Yep. And McDonough can't even get up. He's just getting, you know, wrecked. <laughs> right? Just like totally destroyed. And so I was like, okay, Terry Brands still like mad. Really bad dude. And then the 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 Marinelli story that Bracky and I always bring up from Oklahoma State, which was crazy. Where did it really were, happen? Was that is that true? We watched it. We, we were, sat beside each other. We're like, what is happening? At one point, we could have reached out and touched them. Like they were because yeah. at Oklahoma State they have those chairs along the mat, and they were so right are, there are on they? The edge. Which year was this? Is he a red shirt? Or what, it was where, Marinelli's red shirt year. Yes. Okay. Well, red shirts they're easy to whoop. That's no problem. Still, I don't know if you get. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if still do it. Ah, mm. high school kids suck. When they come in, they're not very good. <laughs> well, that's that was the impression that Terry gave us as as well. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? He's like 165 pounds. He's really because at the time we we're like, pull the bull, undo undo his red shirt. He's ready yeah. to go, right? Because he was doing well. Yeah. Um, and then you and then you watch that and you stop the whole campaign. <laughs> At that point, it was like February, I think, and we we're like, okay, I guess not. Uh, anyway, yeah, but I'm sure there's some other coaches that can still uh, still get. Zeb always asked um, the Jordans like if, when they could beat Jim or when they could beat Jeff, and for a long time, like uh, Isaac, like still couldn't beat his dad or whatever. So <laughs> I think that was a question. Like well into Isaac's like, no, I still can't get away from him or whatever. So, these old guys. Well, a lot of a lot of it is, you know, and I think this is kind of discounted. But you know, if you think about a lot of these guys, when do they really start high level training? And some of them, the answer is not actually till they get to college. You know, a few of them maybe they do, say, sophomore, junior high school. So they have say by the time they're done with college, let's say five to seven years of high level, real high level wrestling. Okay, well, then you think of a college coach who sticks around from the age of twenty two to thirty two. He has another 10 years of high-level wrestling yeah. where he's competing with guys that are really good. So it's like they still get so much better, even though they may not be actively competing. And it's like, I mean, to, could you could they go at the at the pace that a uh, 22-year-old go? And the answer is 
Probably not, but can they do it a few times? And the answer is yeah, obviously. I remember at the uh, at the World Team Camp in 2014 at Arizona State, Bill Zadek was was showing um, something for, like it was like a high crotch. He doubled off, and it was it was pretty pretty. And I watched it. Of course, I'm like enamored. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was like the prettiest takedown I've ever seen. But so it's not surprising that I'd be – but then, like, the guys watching – this is the world team standing around. They're like, dang, Bill still got it. Like, it was, like, that clean. Uh, so I feel like Bill could probably still uh, still get it. You know, you know when I when I heard um, – well, okay, John Reeder kills people, but he's too young. We're not going to count he's him. Too, Reeder doesn't he's, count. He's out. He's the gladiator. He's way too, way too young. Um, someone told me – and I, I never saw this with my own eyes. Someone – and man, <laughs> I feel bad. If this, I feel bad if this is untrue, but someone told me Lee Kemp could still go with Mike Poeta when Lee Kemp was like fifty-seven. I that does not surprise me because he is like he looks timeless. He's so like shredded and in good shape, and he was so good too. I mean, yeah, Lee Kemp is he like was so good, all-time all-timer. I actually I kind of buy it. What well, <laughs> Coach Poeta will ask him when we, when we see him next time. Yeah. I feel, I would feel guilty if it's not true, but I know I heard that. The other one, obviously, is but he was Sean Bormet. You know, was I heard he would always kill people like Robet and Herbert would tell me about it. Really, when he was way old. Oh yeah, when he was way older. Yeah, he looks like he can still yeah. know. Yep. You know, you know, Coach Bormet. Do you guys know? I, said, I fought people in a cage. That that's that's easy crap compared to Coach Coach Bormet went to Brazil. And it was like a no rules fight, like in a bar or something. And he fought who you know it was a, it was a very young Vanderlei Silva. It was, but think about that. Like this is not sanctioned by athletic, a reputable athletic commission. It was like in a bar or some, some venue. For, you know, I've, I've, you know, I haven't seen this video, but I've heard stories of it in a ring, and it was just no rules, no rules. Valley to no, literally no rules. He uh, he told me that story. Yes. And I'm pretty sure the video is on YouTube. Yeah, it is. I'm yes. pretty sure. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna search. I've, n- I've never seen right. the video. He does all right. Yeah, it's up. Oh, it's 16 seconds. Oh. No, here's the whole thing. Three minutes and 37 seconds. Um, oh, I'm gonna have to, well, bare, I'm to watch it on bare mute. Knuckle oh. too. Yep, it appears to be bare yes. knuckle. Yes. <laughs> bare no knuckle. <laughs> got it, coach. <laughs> what is he doing? Man. Um, I don't know. He he must have just been young and. Who knows? He got caught up in what, the what are you guys? What are you guys searching to find it? Is it just Sean Bormet? I'm I just not typed finding both it. names. Silva Bormet. What the hell? Why is it, <laughs> oh, okay. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Oh, so my we, goodness. We won't watch it now, but... Um, I'm going to watch it and put it on mute. What <laughs> <laughs> a badass. Yeah, dude. I, it's, it's, an, it's an epic story. Good for it. Because I don't even think he had, like, really MMA training at that point. He was just no, like, he was... They, he was down there for something else, and they were just yeah. like, hey, do you want to do this? And he's like, I, yeah, why not? <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess I'll fight this Vanderlei Silva guy. All right. Damn it, I'm not fighting the full I'm not fighting the full fight. Will you guys send I'll, it to me? I'll send it later. Not now. I'm not sending it now. I got the Damn link. Damn it, I'm going to watch it. Sorry. Very um, patient. I know. I can tell. Okay. Next up. I I, I just got yelled at via text for the, the Lee Kemp one. People think I'm full of crap. So... I, listen, I don't know. Poetic, poetic, can confirm or deny well, that's that. Poetic. I, that's I don't think he would be. Uh, I think he would be honest about it. Okay, yeah, he seems like an honest gentleman. So, Kyle Brackey updated his dual rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, what were the big shakeups? 
Uh, the big shakeup is we have a new uh, number two team in the country. Oh. Uh, North Carolina State. I did have five, um, but they didn't. They didn't have like that huge marquee win. Because mm-hmm. they were undefeated. But yeah, they were really... undefeated. Um, a couple of those were non D one wins. Um, they had they had like two top twenty five wins. But since since then, when they first were kind of there, they've beaten Pitt, who was like a top twelve win, and then they just beat uh, North Carolina. And now they're sitting at thirteen and zero, and they're only they're the second team. There's only two teams in the country undefeated, and they're the second one. Yeah. And they now have five top 25 wins. Um, so they go to number two. Um, and then the other kind of big shakeup was uh, Wisconsin's loss to, to Michigan State. Uh, oh, they, brutal. Yeah, they, they have to drop. They were number nine, and now they, they kind of slot in. I have them at 15 um, just because no, no one else in that top tier has a loss like Michigan State. And then they they kind of slot in perfectly behind Minnesota because they actually lost to Minnesota earlier this year. But Wisconsin's win over Nebraska what was, was what was keeping them so high. Got it. And Got they it. they have and they did beat Purdue, which is right below them at sixteen. Yep, exactly. So we need to talk about uh, the NC State Virginia Tech number two versus number six. Also going down this weekend. Maybe we get a whiteboard war on that one later. Yeah, I think we're trying to do two whiteboard wars this Ooh. week. We're feeling crazy today. Uh, excited for that one. Um, and on paper, I'm not sure who's who's even favored in that match. I know that NC State's had a little better um, run so far and beat UNC, who kind of destroyed Tech. But I think it'll be a different scenario this time. But it is at Reynolds, which is apparently a crazy place to wrestle. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, you got you losers. I already had someone else send me the link the email. Dang it. <laughs> Bunch of suck-ups. Who was it? <laughs> oh, it was Tom McGarvey, runs Wisconsin Wrestling. I appreciate it, Tom. Since uh, Christian and, and Kyle were holding out on me, I got the link here. Thanks, Tom, for nothing. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> now, now um, he's... Hey, wait, wait, wait. We never finished Ohio State, Penn State. We kind of got distracted. Yeah, we really never we did. No, at like we didn't. One, we stopped at 141. We only got 30% through. Verclaren versus Sasso, two guys that wrestled at who's number one at 149. Uh, any uh, any spidey Sasso, senses right? tingling? Yeah, I think. Verclaren's been got looking pretty yeah. good. It'd be a tough. It'd be a tough win because for clearing, he's a good scrambler, right? But he's probably not as good at, as Sasso. And what really hurts and him. I is think his riding. Yeah, yeah, and I think if he spends time in those scrambles with Sasso, that's where Sasso would have a potential to lock up a cradle. It's interesting. Um, Verclearn has never been majored or teched before. He's been yep. banned, and so it, someone was kind of like. You guys were kind of hard on Lugo for not getting the major there, but no one's ever majored him in college or teched him. So do you think we were being too hard on him? No, Lugo? we weren't. Lugo, Lugo, he blew it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I, I, I acknowledge that is true. That is a good point that should be brought up. Yet at the same time, I feel like the major was there to be to be had. Or the DQ. Uh, or the DQ. That I mean, yeah, the DQ. He had what? It was... So you get five stall calls before your the fifth Tulsa. one is a DQ, right? Yeah. He had three of them within the first four minutes of the match, so he only needed two more in the last half. Yeah, yeah, he could have got it for sure. 
<laughs> oh my god, I saw one. Ben wrote send send me that effing Bormet link format <laughs> link in the in the document. All right, fifty seven. Once again, Brady Berg is listed as or, but that to me means probably not, right? Because he was listed oh, as damn. or. Oh, he got head kicked. Oh, oh at least they didn't let the guy get Tom, his punches. Look oh. what you did, Tom. <laughs> it was, this is, oh, this you is guys got to watch this video. Right we'll put you it watch it. Bracky, guys... put the video in the show notes Okay. so that on the, in the article page where people can watch it. Otherwise. Oh, he ducked right into the head kick. It was It was brutal. It was Gordon. good. It was good. Besides that, he was doing Dag- solid. Daggone it! All right, now fifty-seven is crazy because we could have um, Quinn Kinner. He's listed again at one fifty-seven versus probably Bo Pfeiffer, but you never know. Brady Berge. Guys, APB. Think... No one has told me where Keyshawn Hayes is yet. I still I think... don't know where he's at. He's in Columbus. I just think it's not going to happen. It's a real shame. Maybe wait. wait is he, his... So is he not on the? Is he is he not on the team? Where is he? Hold on. Are they? They need. To, are they getting him a medical? Maybe. He's missed. I don't know. He should have. He should be able to get a medical. Honestly. And did did Etchemendia did Etchemendia show up yet? He's there. I don't know what his situation is though. I think I think it's it's more complicated than just saying I'm going to Ohio State for him to wrestle collegiately. So wait, okay. If they're trying to get, if they're trying to get Keyshawn a medical, are they going to push him back down to one forty one after Pletcher graduates? That would be really smart. Because that's the only spot. Because if you have Etchemendia and Sasso at forty nine fifty seven, it's not, it's not a spot for him there. Well, Etchemendia, they say could make forty one. He's like not big. Oh, he just oh, looks like. I thought you. You guys always talk about how big his guns were. He he does have big guns. <laughs> So does Daniel DeShazer. He's a 57-kilogram guy. It doesn't matter. You know, he could. they say he did not have any hard time making 65 flat uh, for really? his number one. Yeah, like no issues at all. He, like, showed up. That's mm. what he weighs. He's one of those guys that maybe looks bigger. So he could go 41. He could go 49. He could go 57. So next year, yeah, I, that makes me think. I don't know why this didn't occur to me with Keyshawn, but he, why would he not be able to get a medical and then come back next year? Go forty-one. That would really help Ohio State out a lot. Yeah, that that would really help them. <laughs> Gigantic amount. It would really help them if he was if he was one hundred fifty-seven pounds this weekend. Also, that would also be super helpful. But he's not going to be. So I I I like Kinner in this in this matchup. If it's Pfeiffer. Yeah, Pfeiffer looked terrible against Garrett Model last weekend. I mean, Model just wrecked him in every position. Yeah. Now with sixty five and seventy four coming into the um, and eighty four really the the wheelhouse for Penn State as it has been since you know twenty twelve twenty a long time eleven yeah so you got to favor Chinzo and Hall real big in both those matchups and then if Brooks really over Rocky Jordan that's not a I'm not ready to say Rocky will be in that match although it probably will be closer than it, it'll be close I think for sure. Yeah. That's one that I think if Ohio State wants wants this, that's one of the matches they'll need to win. They obviously have to win 25. They have to win 41. They'll have to win 49 and 57. I think they're going to need this one too. Yeah. Cause Paul... um, sorry, I, I'm getting distracted again. I have to tell you guys a really good story. Okay. <laughs> Better be good. Someone, met, someone so mentioned Nate – 
Someone mentioned Nate Carr in the uh, in the comments. Old guy can still go. I don't even know how old Nate Carr is. But we were doing a camp in Georgia, the college team, University of Missouri, and our starting one forty one. Who was he? Was a top fifteen guy. Like he was a really good wrestler. Dude, Nate Carr was embarrassing him so bad. He would like snap him and spin him around. He would put a hand hand behind his back. Oh my god, it was like. The funniest thing to watch. Our guy was a good wrestler. He was like top 15. Nate Carr, I mean, what year did he graduate college in? The 80s? 80s, yeah. And he was easily in his 50s. He was easily in his 50s. And oh my God, he, he just made this kid look so stupid. It was like, it was fantastic. Oh my gosh. That's yeah, amazing. I can't. Thank well, you for 50, whoever made me think of that he's one. He's 59 right now. So uh, he was probably, four, okay, so he's probably like 47, 48. Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm trying to find the. Oh years my he, god, he won stuff. He 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 made him look so dumb. It it was. Oh my god, it was hilarious. It I was mean, he, so funny. He was on the '88 Olympic team. Yeah, and we're talking. This is the the 2006, seven somewhere in there. So he was like 47 then. Yeah. Oh my god, he was, boy. I, I'm telling you, he was like snapping him, and, and the guy would like spin all the way around. He put his hands behind his back. I couldn't do nothing to him. Oh man, that's a tough scene. Oh, You're not gonna use that wrestler's oh, name. Oh, I'll say uh, we we. <laughs> you don't want to know his nickname, but his his real name is Chris McCormick. I knew his it was McCormick. His... How'd you know that? Because it, you, there's so many generations of McCormicks. Yeah, like 13 years of McCormicks <laughs> wrestling in Missouri. Poor guy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, he it was poor. I think it was one of those where we. It was like later after the session, and we were all standing around just like laughing at him and pointing at him and watching. Oh man, that's that's <laughs> that's, that's difficult. The '97, you have to figure we're gonna see Colin uh, Shakur again, and but I don't think they've ever actually wrestled that I can remember. Yeah, or, or did they wrestle it? No, Big Tens. I feel like Big Tens on here. Uh, I'll, I'll look it up real quick. Yeah, uh, you know what's crazy is Colin got upset yeah. two years ago at Penn State, so you know he's got so he's got to have some bad vibes about that place. So he beat him twice. Yeah, NCAA's and Big Tens, ten four and seven four. So have to assume another controlled decision there for Colin. However, you know those two have Colin's improved certainly, and Shakur's really struggled of late. So it could be. Bonus mm-hmm. potential. But what if – can you imagine a scenario, Ben, where it comes down what? to Gas Tank Gary versus Seth Nevels for oh, the duel? I thought win. you were saying Anthony Kassar comes out to wrestle uh, Colin Morgan like like two years ago. The <laughs> no. backup Anthony Kassar. The backup Anthony Kassar comes out and wins the duel, and the crowd goes crazy. I was there. The crowd went nuts. It was that, fantastic. That was a wild duel. And then what did – Snyder needed like a tech – or uh, he needed a tech. Yep. And the man tried a lateral drop. Have you ever seen Kyle Snyder do a lateral drop in your life? No. Red Hall got to him. Red Hall got to Kyle Snyder. Yeah. Um, oh my god. I remember. It feels kind of silly now, but at the time, like a tech fall was like that's actually pretty reasonable. Like yeah. it was probably a, a prediction yeah. some people made at that point in time because he could just he was teching a lot of dudes just on his feet. But oh yeah, when he gave up that takedown, I think. he Maybe gave up some near fall there as well. So he had to really come back. Maybe he didn't. I think he was winning big. I think he was winning big when he tried the lat drop. I, right? It was no. pretty early in the match. 
Yeah. I seem to remember him kind of having to dig deep. Now, so ba- based on that, it could be a really, really close duel. Um, Ohio State actually matches yeah. up pretty decently because their holes match up right with Penn State's holes, and they're just slightly better where the, where Penn State's a little weaker. But they'll still, with all that said, they're going to need some help. They're going to need an upset along the way or, or some major bonus disparity to beat Penn State at Bryce Jordan Center. Just feels like a stretch yeah. to me. I agree. Yeah. Totally. Oh, wait, who do you have at 41? Uh, I'm going to go with Fletcher, Nick. but I'm, I'm I'm not all that confident. So I got, let's see, I, I'll just tell you my pick. You guys are in the whiteboard world, so you can save yours. I'll go Ohio State 25, Bravo Young 33, Fletcher 41, Sasso 49, 57. I'll go Ohio State, but I'm not all that confident in that pick. So that's 4 1 so far. Um, I got obviously Vincenzo, Mark Hall, Aaron, uh, Aaron Brooks, Collimore, Tra, and then I got Seth Neville. So I got a 5 I got a 5 5. So it would come down to bonus, which I think obviously would lean um, Penn State's way. You would think, but um, I think Romero and I mean, I mean Smith got pinned by. By Isaiah White, you got to figure that he could get bonus there. He got pinned, but he was winning four to three at the point. At that point, well, no, it was tied at that point. He had no. Uh, yeah, well, so it was going to go to sure, overtime. I'm, sure I'm on hundred okay. percent so, sure. All right, so either way, it was. He, it's also, not like he got. Bo- yeah, he didn't get decked. He gave his calls. Didn't get bonus in Carver. Did not get bonus. Actually, it was a really tough match. Yeah. All right, no bonus. Yeah, bonus. It could. Mm, you never know. That's actually – Romero doesn't get bonused a lot either. So, you know, Pletcher's got Lee. So, well, if Pletcher – if Lee wins, I think it probably goes 6-4 Penn State. I agree. So that, then bonus wouldn't matter. No, it would not. That's going to be a great yeah. tool. Maybe we talk a little bit about uh, Virginia Tech-NC State tomorrow. That's going to um, be a good duel. Yeah, it's going to be a really good duel. That's on Friday, right? It's weird. Why yeah. are they having these Saturday duels? It's really jamming. I have to go to a wedding Saturday night. I'm going to miss both the duels. It's really kind of. I, I think it's so that I think it's so they can get more uh, more screen time on BTN, isn't it? Oh, okay. Yeah, that would Likely, make sense. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's back to back, both. So it's going to go um, Ohio State, Penn State at like 7:30 Eastern, and then at 9:30 Eastern, it's uh, Iowa, Minnesota. You guys need to, you guys need to start telling BTN they better start giving you shout outs for all the all the ratings you guys are giving them. Hey, we got Brayton Lee, Pat Lugo this week. That's gonna be really good. And uh Cassiope there's Gable. Yeah, another good test. Ooh, nice. I'm not as interested in that one. It, I mean You're Mason, not Mason not even took a little bit luster off that one. Yeah. I'm I you guys got to be at least a little bit interested. I mean, I'm watching. I'm there. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm excited about it. But, I just, you know, I feel like I, I just don't see how Cassiope makes it interesting. That's just my opinion. Okay. Okay. What's the overrun on that one? What's the overrun on that one? Where, where would you set it at? Oh, uh, four and a half. Oh, I got Cassiope then. Yeah, maybe. Oh, no. Four and a half for Gable? Yeah. I'm taking Gable. Yeah. It's going to be on. Really? The- you think he's going to be by five you or saw more? what Mason just did to him? Oh, yeah. Damn it. I did. 
you're you're thinking still, Carver. Still, Listen, Ben can't shake that Carver big Tony Tony moment. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> I always have that. Right, do you want Minnesota to- does, does Minnesota does not have a chance of winning the duel, correct? I don't think so. I'm trying, I'm How can you get to five? If you get to five, they can't you win. Can't. I think DeSanto's back, right? He was listed uh, as an or. Either way, they don't have Minnesota doesn't have a good thirty-three. So, Boo Dryden is um, uh, he's better than the guy they had. Boo Dryden and and Paul Glenn would probably be a match, but um, at forty-one, so they could win forty-one, forty-nine. Uh, I'm talking about Minnesota. They could win heavyweight. Heavyweight. That's probably it. That's probably it. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe eighty four be a huge upset. I guess that's probably the next closest possibility. There may be a scenario of Webster. Yeah, Webster's beating some dudes though. Mm-hmm. He beat. Yeah, he's not. He's solid. Darmstadt. He beat. He beat our our man. He beat our son. <laughs> he beat our son, <laughs> and then it. Uh, but that was actually good. That was nice of him to do because it convinced him to go to one ninety seven afterwards. So it all worked out in the end. Okay. Want to go to some questions? We may we may get out of here a little early for once. Do you have anything, Ben? What? And I think Adam Fellers is probably full of crap, but he said fix versus DeSanto and Carver Hawkeye next weekend. A lot more coming out on the subject soon. I gotta assume he's full of crap, right? Um, I just saw him put that in there too. I don't know what. <laughs> no way. He's full of crap. He's got to be. What they're gonna? Why would they pull out Dayton now? That doesn't make any sense. They've got the number uh, one recruiting on class coming in. I would not be uh, – I do not support that decision if they do it. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Sellers mm. may know. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Questions from friends? Questions from friends. Okay. We already asked – someone asked if uh, – if, do you think Sajalai have even batted an eye at the Jaden news? And we uh, – Ben did his impersonation and thinks no. I. This is an interesting question from Thomas Vivian. Would it be wiser to invest in wrestling facilities or freestyle talent? I guess if you're a, Ooh, a, a good program. question. I think buildings talent. cost a lot of money. Buildings cost a lot of money. How much does that Iowa building cost, guys? It's gonna be ten, probably ten, twenty million. You have to guess. It's like twenty million, I think, is what they approved it for. Yeah. Damn. Think about how many wrestlers you could get for that. Man, you could get like. The entire Uzbekistan team for that, and still, have, <laughs> still have enough for a couple for of days. For, 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 for a whole Olympic cycle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it probably I, depends uh, on who you are, right? Yeah. What's the? I mean, to me, like what program you are, you know? Mm-hmm. Because Ed, cause you have to remember, every program has some base level of facilities, right? They have a building, they have a place they can do. Yeah, I think you're better off investing. Big on freestyle talent. I think that's going to have the biggest impact on on your program. I would probably take a tiny bit of money and maybe put some touch up and paint, depending on my facility. Maybe a little bit it. nicer, and then I'd go get a whole bunch of a new coat of paint to make things look real nice, Christian. Really, then I get a whole bunch of wrestlers. Yeah, that's what I think too. I mean, you, yeah, Cuba is probably a weird example, but just international wrestling in general, the facilities that they have. Compared to the facilities, yeah. if you correlated facility, nice facilities with championships, we would never lose because I bet we have the best facilities yes. in the world. I mean, I bet 
any one of our there's probably 20 different college colleges that have a nicer facility than anywhere in the world right maybe there's some in yeah. russia or iran but probably not they don't have the sophistication that we do so yeah. i would say freestyle talent would be a, a very wise investment bracky can you pull up 174 uh real quick the flow rankings yeah someone asked what is kyle fake <laughs> uh asked what does 174 look like next year six of the top eight and 11 of the top 15 are seniors all right kimmer uh probably well, still around Kimmer's probably back yeah uh hall he gone color gone lighty gone Steyer, gone skatska gone Valencia gone Whoa. Bastion gone. Joe Smith gone. So then you're looking Looks like at Anthony Mancinona's weight. Pro- I mean, Kimber's probably back. <laughs> He's probably going to get another year. Then you, you have Labriola, Romero, Mancinona. Yeah, baby. Jake well, Ball. Cars to Rope. Cars to going to be top three right off the bat. Dude, he looks like that. that is shaping up nice because I'll put him ahead of <clears throat> any of those guys except for Kimmer right now. Yeah, and then it just yeah. comes down to – who maybe comes up or comes down in red shirts? Yeah, who could? I six, won- six, well, 65's got a solid amount of seniors, too. You got Chenzo, Isaiah White, Shields, McFadden. Um, those top, that's four of the top seven. I wonder it, it, where Makai is weight wise. Is he going to be a 65? Yeah. Now, it sounds like our, our guy Cody Howard may be making his way down to 74 eventually for Virginia Tech after McFadden's graduate. Graduation. Oh, I just got a text that Anthony Valencia has another year. Okay. He does? How? Um, I guess this would be his third. This year will be his third NCAA tournament. Because he's taken two red shirts. He had an Olympic two and then a, regu- a regular. Because yeah. so, his first one was an Olympic. Yes. Is that right, Bracky? Bracky no, yeah, I think he's right. He might be a senior technically on the roster, but he could have another year of eligibility. Got it. Got yeah, it. we should probably change that. So yeah, it's gonna be a really different different weight class with Mark out of the way. And looking at who's red shirting, is Cornell have anyone um coming out? Oh, Miles is coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I gotta assume he goes up though. He's just on eighty six KG. I know, but he did all last year and he was going eighty six, so I don't know. It um, works better for it also works better for Michigan's lineup as we talk for him to go up. That's right. He needs to go up. Man, he yeah, might he, need the, he needs he needs to go up. Yeah. So it, it's it, how many is eighty four? Eighty four graduates. Valencia, Lujan, Andrew Morgan. Eighty four doesn't graduate that, all that much. Eighty four is young. young it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be really tough. It may be the toughest weight next year. Although if thirty three yeah. gets everyone back, that would be oh thirty three is gonna be the toughest. Yeah. Yes, no doubt about it. Okay, good question, Kyle Fake. Match you're most excited for, Dake Burroughs or Cox Snyder? I feel – I don't know. I don't have strong feelings in that one. I feel – I'm excited for both of them. Oh, wow. I'm most – lame ex- answer. So lame. I'm most excited for Dake Burroughs. I really am. I, I feel like every installment of that rivalry is, has been really exciting. Um, and – no matter what happens, it's just high drama. I feel like if Jaden comes out and wins, it's it's kind of like well, it just in my perception, it's like what's what's supposed to happen. Although who who knows with Kyle as great as he is, I'm I'm excited for Dake Burrows personally. 
Where, uh, did you have we have you picked Dick or Burroughs yet? I'm, I'm, yeah, Burroughs. I'm, I'm tired. You know, this is something I always say. I'm just tired. I I hear it every year how it's going to happen. Dake's going to take him out. And it just doesn't happen. And it doesn't happen. And I haven't seen – where have you seen real regression from Jordan? I mean, losing matches late, but okay. He's still yeah. – they're matches he should win, right? I haven't seen a, a yeah. major deterioration from Jordan that makes me think. And I – I don't know that I've seen this incredible improvement from Dake that says he's so much different th- from who he was in 2017. I think they're both about the same as they were back then. I know Dake has gone on to win two world titles, one of which he didn't get scored upon. But I think if that was at 74, it's a, it's a little different story because the, the weight classes are – 74 is tougher than 79, period. That's a, that's, mm-hmm. I don't think that's disputable. So I haven't seen something that says – Dake is way better than Burroughs right now, and while they and they both have that winning quality, I, I'm just sticking with Burroughs for now. And you know, could certainly Dake has beaten him and made it interesting, and those are really close. But I, I see Burroughs doing it, and it would be man high drama if this is the end of Burroughs Burroughs run. Yeah, I where agree. do you lean? Uh... I was gonna. <laughs> I need the coin flip. I was gonna lead Dake, and then you you had that impassioned speech, and I'm gonna pick Burroughs. Yeah, sweet. It, it is. It is a coin flip. I feel like it's a fifty-fifty, mm-hmm. and I feel like anyone if they say they know, then I think that person's totally full of crap. I know, and so many people think they know that it's it's gonna be Dake. I think it's crazy. They're they're, they're full of crap. If they think if they know they they're lying, lying. Okay. Who corners Jaden at trials, Kevin Jackson or Travell? I would imagine they would both be there, but certainly Kevin Jackson will be in Jaden's corner. Yeah, Kevin Jackson for sure. Yeah. Um, Askren's Morning Wiz asks, what's the max amount of coffee once you drink uh-huh. in the morning? Well, so the problem yeah, – you know what? I've been sleeping real nice. That is funny that I got that Twitter handle. And uh, you know, I woke up early yesterday morning. I was drinking some juice, some water, and then I had – Two and a half cups of coffee on top of that, so it was, you know that it was the it was the prehydration prior to that. You know, normally I'm trying to become more of a morning person. Usually, I've not been a morning person. You guys asked me to be on the show at eight fifteen a.m. three three mornings a week, so uh, I'm trying to become more. Usually, I'm like I like start grinding late at night. I like working late at night, not in the morning. Really? Yeah, you absolutely. know, you know, they say that's that's uh, a very com that's very common with creative people. Mm, nice. That? Yeah. So yeah. That, I, that, I did not know that. I'm uh, definitely a night owl. I work with a lot of uh, creative types, so you, you know, I did some reading, and that's something that the, a lot of them are like. Is that is that why flow is empty at like 8 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. That's what they claim. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who knows? Um, but yeah, we are the morning people of the office. Okay. Can we have a name? Yeah, for for the life of me, no. For the life of me, Christian, I can't get the. I wake up at 4 a.m. type crowd. I don't get it. It's like, listen, bro, if you work eight hours a day or nine hours a day or whatever your workload is, 10 hours, whatever, who cares if it starts at 4 or if it starts at 10 a.m.? Who cares? You work 10 hours, right? I don't it's irrelevant. Know. I, I don't know. I just like getting up early. I feel like I get a head start on the day uh, in that way. And it depends on your job yeah. too, right? I mean, yeah, like, I mean I- because a, a work day at, at Flow – like the the timing of things matters because when people are awake is when things 
this is a pattern I got in when I was creating content more. But you want to be up early and on top of everything and getting content out, and that needs to align with when people are awake. So timing mm. matters. For you, it may not matter, but but um, people are awake at, at nine p.m. That's probably that's actually like say like seven to nine p.m. is kind of prime time for social media. You got to back me up on that one, Bracky. Yeah, you got to be up then. No, yeah, you're you right. Be up then too. <laughs> but you got to get what I think the Chris point he's saying. You got to get the stuff done. So then it can uh, run in those time slots. Yeah. yeah. Mm, nice. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh, and someone wants to have a name butchering contest between Sion and Ben Askren. <laughs> oh, I am great with names. What are they talking about? What you do. I don't want to be name corrector guy, um, even though I have in the past. But, yeah, you you, missed, you, you can, can be. You say Hidley. It's Hidley. I know, I know how it's spelled. We all know how it's spelled. So I'll give you a pass on that one, but it is Hidley. Okay. Allegedly, well, I, it's what his parents say. They literally. I, I, I'll, I'm gonna need a video of his parents saying that. <laughs> they actually his. Uh, Just hit up, hit up Mark. He's a great dude. Yeah, Mark hit me up at the scuffle when I was at the scuffle. He's like, "Can you tell the announcers it's Hidley, not Hidley?" It's like, sure, mm. no, no problem. Okay, but no, right, I'm, a, I'm gonna fix that. Hidley. <laughs> that sounds funny. Hidley. Hidley. Lee. Okay, you know, got it. Done. What else? Hi, Lee, like L-E-E. Yeah, I know. Like, it's H-I-D-E space L-E-E. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't even. They just need to change it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that happening. Okay. Uh, any other ones? Anything else before we go, Ben? Uh, I thought there was one other one. No, maybe I didn't. No, I, I'm great. Uh, I'm excited. We got a lot of wrestling. We have a lot of wrestling every weekend, but I'm excited. Um, I'm excited for the Iowa, Minnesota. I'm excited for Ohio State, Penn State. And we got regional starting here in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you go to all those? Uh, I'm going to visit a couple. Yeah. I mean, you know, so we now it's like all of our guys wrestling all of our guys. So it's kind of, I don't want to say whatever, you know, but for me, it's like, I'm not going to cheer for one of AWA guys against another one of the AWA guys. I'm going to be completely neutral. So for me, I can't really cheer that all that much. Mm, that's true. You know what I'm it, saying? Yeah, yeah, you're just taking over the state. You have a you have a monopoly. <laughs> not, well, not the whole state yet, but at least this this southeast corridor we definitely do, and we're opening two two new facilities in the spring, so that will uh, do our help with our state domination. Well, where is the toughest region for? wrestling in wisconsin traditionally well so historic historically these guys did these sectional breakdowns like you know they would give guys place points at state based on their sectional and the ones down here were always the worst and now if you do it they're generally the best that makes sense okay so you you flipped it on its head we flipped it we flipped it on them nice all right well we're ready to go feel free to play us out um you get nine minutes of free time uh, ben, <laughs> yes. Uh, hey, buy Bitcoin. Go, go back Long Bitcoin, short the banks. <laughs> what? <laughs> Long Bitcoin, short the banks, Christian. Let's oh, go. My. I got a crypto. You got a Litecoin shirt. Well, what, what's a Litecoin? There's too many. It's all uh, fake. What does this even mean, Ben? It's not fake. We just hit ten thousand again. All right, you know, I was ago. at the gas station. They wouldn't take Bitcoin. They, you didn't you, have any. Don't lie. You can't knock you, out. 
You would have loved the murder hotel we stayed at in Cleveland at NCAAs because they had a Bitcoin ATM in the lobby. Oh, yes. I would have bought some for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know what the cop said when he found out we were staying there? He said, this is the worst place in Cleveland. In all of Cleveland, this was the worst. But yeah, buy, buy Bitcoins, Litecoins. Uh, Long Bitcoin short to bankers. Okay, short them. <laughs> <laughs> ben Askren is not a financial advisor. <laughs> we have, I am not. We have to make that statement. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Uh, see we'll you see guys. you tomorrow. Peace.